Carter Talks Melbourne Racing. The racing spotlight in Victoria is Flemington, the big nine event car, Chester Manifold Stakes, the feature race. Joining me now, Earl Carter. Hi, Earl. How are you? Good morning, James, and uh, welcome home, as uh, one might say. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Yes, and um, and to you and uh, to everyone listening. Now, it's a Friday, James, so it'll be very interesting to see the results of our discussion. There's um, It's stormy weather about, I suspect, uh, there's rain and maybe a thunderstorm or two coming in a northwesterly direction, which will probably hit Melbourne, but this track is a good three, and I don't think it'll be interfered with by the rain. Okay, so we uh, we look forward to that. And so back to, to Flemington as well, which is, I think, always nice. Yes, it is, and... Uh, uh, some oh well, it's a very uh, as an old friend of mine, an old acquaintance, more than the point. He, w- he would have said a uh, very tricky program. Mm. Okay, well let's see if we can find a winner or two on it. But as you've touched on there, it's a little tricky. Uh, most of the racing spotlights on the Gold Coast up here for the Magic Million. This race day, ten million dollar race day. Do you like any up here? As I remind, yeah. yes, Last I year, do. Oh, last sorry. Year flying, last year you tipped flying jets. Yes, I suspect it won't happen again. But uh, uh, it's a very, very. There are big fields, and uh, it's a place where you need a lot of luck. And but anyway, uh, in race one, I, uh, I like number nineteen. It, it's an emergency at the moment. It might get a, um, a run. Yule Kui, which is, uh, I think, got some ability. So if it gets a run, I'll be backing it. Okay, so that's in the first at the uh, at the Gold Coast. So we'll add that one to our list there as well. So Yule Kui. In the uh, race, five, race five of Forsyth Marius, I think, has got an undeniable chance. Very good second up. Uh, she's a very good mare, Marius, and drawn... Drawn well enough to put herself right in this. Okay, so that's race five. Race seven, I've always had a very big opinion of Bell Sonic. I know there's a, probably an odds on favourite, but uh, Bell Sonic has a huge finish and he's drawn well enough as well. The Bell Sonic, so that is in the Magic Man three year old guineas. Uh, race 8, horse 12, which is the two-year-old. Uh, no massage is held in very high high circumstances by the stable, and it won, it beat, uh, I think, the reigning favourite maybe now of um, uh, Tony McAvoy's. Uh, it beat it at Flemington, and it's had two trials in Sydney to acquaint itself with that way of going, and I think it has an undeniable chance. And in the last um, number three, Vador, I don't know what odds it'll be, but uh, probably you already know, but I don't have a form guide uh, the market, so I'll be surprised if it's not a short favour. Yeah, $2.35. Which in case, it won't get my money. 
far too short. Short, short but, but for all the reasons many have outlined, it should be hard to beat, that's for sure. So, but again, well, it, I think yeah. it ran second last year in the same race, Jack. Mm. And it's a better one, yeah. And since then, it's done some pretty good things on the track as well. So, yes, it has. Yeah, and uh, the trainer is a very astute young fellow, and he's having a very good uh, run of uh, mm. of winners at the moment. Mm. But uh, Flemington occupies our minds for tomorrow. As I said, a very tricky program, James. Okay, now race one, the Meadow Miss Plate, 1,000 metres set weight penalties for the two-year-olds. I don't like the race because there are some very smart unraced ones here. Very, very smart. So I'll just leave the race alone. Um, uh, thank you, the Meadow Miss Plate. Race two, Piping Land Handicap, 2,000 metres is the race here. Uh, Piping Lane, the Melbourne Cup winner, trained by George Hanlon. Uh, won't forget that race in a hurry. Um, I don't like the race at all. It's a, a very, very... There's only six horses in it, and it's a very difficult race. Thank you. A lot, of these, a lot of these go around each week. Oh, well, every fortnight. But, uh, I don't want to put my money on it. Okay. What about the third here? Seascale handicap seventeen hundred metres. I have the same feeling about this race, but what I would say is that uh, number four Sadler's Lake. Its form uh, three runs from a spell is appalling, but I have to tell you it worked brilliantly at the Heath on Tuesday. And if you're looking for something at very good odds to put into your Multiples, I would consider you give it some thought because it, its work was just outstanding. Okay, so a, a multiples hope there, knockout one race three, number four, Sadler's Lake. What about race four? It is the Craftsman Handicap 1400 metres for the three year old Phillies. I long remember this horse winning the derby as a three year old. He, he was a good horse. Marvellous horse. You get a lot of thrill out of uh, thinking about the races that great horses have won, and he he was one. Uh, it's a race uh, I wouldn't. I'm not betting in, but I can tell you, uh, two very very good gallops. Uh, one was number four to Greeter, who worked with Mighty Boss, who won the Caulfield Guineas. They dashed over. Uh, galloped a one oh three in very good work, and uh, Belgano, number five, worked extremely well over 600, so I'd give serious consideration to including those, at least in your multiple games. Okay, so number four and number five, worth some consideration here in uh, race number four. What about race five, Rain Lover Handicap here, benchmark 70. The Melbourne Cup winner. James last Sunday, I black the horse for plenty at 25 to 1. Number 5, Crystal Spirit. And it was about second last into the straight. Um, over 1,200 and got beaten a nose. They have to say it's uh, a short half head, but it was a nose. And uh, we won't get 25s again. It's, it's uh, well thought of this horse. It's out of Crystal Wit, I think. 
mother who's very good mother uh, but I wouldn't come at, a, at the odds and also for the reason that two salsa more is in it he's a very smart horse that fellow and he's very good first up so I'll leave it alone thank you okay so an interesting race there all, all the same let's have a look at race six here and here another benchmark 70 this time over the uh, 1100 metres the uh, Arbroath Handicap? Uh, it's many chances in this, uh, of course. What I would say is is that I've had an interest on 11 believing. Uh, it was a very good run last start, and it claims three and as well in. They bet 14 to 1. And I've also backed at uh, number 18, which probably won't get a run, uh, in which case I'll relinquish my funds because I took 33's um, a better price but knowing it uh, didn't have a run as yet and that's uh, Anne, uh, Anne Ron uh, a mare who is very well weighted with 51 in it uh, one, another one you might just consider for your multiples is number 15 Sir Mask who runs very well fresh but uh, believing number 11 for mine, and if it gets a run, number 18 and run. Okay, so a few there to consider in the sixth. The seventh is the feature race on the day, a listed race. Chester Manifold Stakes, 1,400 metres. Yeah, it's very significant for the village here because not only with the father of the TAB and some great racehorses and was an honourable man. Uh, Two things, James. Uh, um, I back to in this. I'm, I have to say, I'm sorry, but number six, Shamoy Road. Um, he he has a, a somewhat of a doubt about him in the last 50 metres, but they bet good odds, so I backed him. And one of the two best weighted horses in the country. Number 11, Nikitas, but 14 to 1. He's very well weighted. So uh, uh, 6 and 11 I've backed in, in the Chester Manifold. Um, Let's have a look at the race on the card here. 1,400 metres benchmark, 84 here for the three-year-old nutbits, fillies and mares. Yes, uh, better beyond a very good uh, galloper she was. Um I agonised over this race because I knew he thought that number two, Prince Famous, was a good thing. But I I had to go with uh, my feeling about the the waiting uh, of Ken's dream, number seven, and besides, they bet eight to one. Very, very well in this race. Uh, number seven, uh, Ken's dream... I think the chances also are Prince Famous, of course, Nine Invisible Al, who meets Ken's dream very poorly at the terms. That's why I like him. And number 11, Roy Alec. It uh, was only beaten two lengths uh, at Caulfield over the 1100, and they ran one, two plus. He'll give a very good sight, that horse, but seven Ken's dream for mine, James. Okay, and I apologise because this is a better beyond plate 11. It's 1100 metres. So I was the race ahead of myself. The last race here is for is the 1400 metre race 
three-year-old nut of fillies and mares race number nine over 1,400 metres. So the lucky last, you like anything here? Uh, well, memories mostly. Number uh, Torto, this race is named after. Um, won a Cox Plate. He was uh, stabled out in the country not far from here. He was a very, very good horse. Um, now, number six, Soho Ruby, they tried to get a flight um, to the Gold Coast to run in the, that uh, mare's race, but they couldn't get a flight, so it's lobbed here. Um, was also nominated for Flemington, number six, Soho Ruby. Uh, number 12, Sharing has got a very good chance. Number 15, Pearl De Vere. Uh, young Harry Coffey is riding this, and it's very, very well in. But uh, my best of the day, and this is number 13, 16's I bet, um, uh, Diapason. And I think it'll be very hard to beat. 13 to beat 15, James. 13 to beat 15, and uh, it is uh, the best bet. So we wait for the last race for number 13, the best on the card. Anything else that you suggest are the better bet? Uh, no, not really, because it's such a, a competitive day. Uh, but I will say again that those two that are very well-weighted, race 7 horse 11, Nikita's, and race 8, number 7, Ken's Dream, uh, they're very well weighted and very good odds, so just you might give those some thought, but that's the best. Okay, so and, nine to thirteen. Yeah, and uh, I don't uh, tip this for any other reason that I was looking the Randwick field, and of the last race at um, at Randwick, there's a horse called Number Three Mortar Platoon. Now. In the 50s, um, I can't remember exactly what day, what year it was, because I, we had, we had to, we were in the cadets at school, and every everyone who had a, unless they had a malady or something, of uh, whether they had bad legs or bad breath, were, were in the cadets, mm-hmm. and I lobbed in, in the mortar platoon, which I hated. And uh, we had to practice the firing of these, uh, I suppose you'd call them dummy or whatever, blanks or something. And uh, we had a, um, a passing out parade. No, no, a demonstration parade. Anyway, I learned overnight that if you put a teaspoon of water down the barrel of a mortar, then the... the uh, the bomb or whatever they called it, I can't remember exactly, would mm. just spur, just spurt out like a trickle of water. So anyway, I put it down the barrel and during this um, much to do about our demonstration along with every other um, recalcitrant youth in the, in the cadets, we were marching and giving demonstrations and of course the, the sergeant of the regular army hit the roof and was he wanted to know the name of the dreadful boy who would do such a thing, unfortunately. <laughs> but I didn't know enough. I thought, well, what's he going to do? Uh, anyway, I would have been punished severely on return to school if I'd owned up. But anyway, and I hated the mortar platoon. We were all recalcitrants. We were a bunch of, a bunch of no-hapers. But 
we got together before the passing out parade uh, at the college, and we had a great, uh, as they call them in those days, uh, he was in charge of, uh, uh, anyway, I'll think of it later, but he was a good man. He was in the senior grade, and he was a good, uh, a good fellow. So he put on our best showing, and he got the gold button for the best uh, presented and marching troop. So we, we, we redeemed ourselves. You know? Well, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, well, a long, long time ago. So I looked at this horse, and I thought uh, I'd have to have something on it tomorrow for old times' sake. But it might end up like with a teaspoon of water I put down the mortar. <laughs> <laughs> With that, James, I'll say goodbye till uh, tomorrow morning. Look forward to it. And I'll look forward to speaking to you. Bye. Thanks, so. Bill. We're about to see them go. And they're popping racing. Stormin took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.